East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I obviously am Les and this is my co-host. I'm Mario Kiki. Oh my God, Leslie, it's been such a quiet week, don't you think? <laughs> oh my God. I felt like every second, every second I was getting something. It's been Some overwhelming. Alerts. It's yeah. an alert. It's it, you know, the Bravo fan base, we are on it. When I say mm -hmm. we're on oh. it, we are providing live updates. We're providing feedback, point of views, conspiracy theories, child, this week. I thought it was crazy Sunday, Monday, but the way everything broke yesterday to end the week, oh my God, mm -hmm. I yeah. am still picking my jaw up from the floor. And I, you know, I had, I had a busy work day, so I'm trying to navigate. So I think Gibson, who I follow on Twitter was like, we will all remember where we were when the news broke. <laughs> oh my, of course. I mean, trying to think of yesterday, what I was doing. What well, was I doing? Here's what's funny. I, um, I was at work and I saw my friend had texted me mm -hmm. and my friend Brandy sent me a text and it said, Tom Raquel. So I thought she was sending me Schwartz and or see, I'm, I'm getting them confused. I thought she was telling me that Tom Sandoval, like something in real time, you know what I mean? Right. So I was right. like, oh, well, that's currently airing. And so when I saw the last name, mm -hmm. I, I had to step yeah. out of my meeting. I was like, oh, excuse me. I have to take this. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. I know. Like I was shook. I really was shook. Not going to lie. Okay, so this might be a different episode in terms of our usual recaps. Normally, you know, it's a quiet week. We dive into some gossip. We dive into right. some headlines. But the way the gossip, <clears throat> excuse me, the way the gossip hijacked the recaps this week, it's just. I mean, yeah. I feel. I definitely supersedes. I called recaps. it. It's funny because last week I said that gossip ruins the show in real time. So I'm just going to say the real time ruiner because the real time ruiners are here. Um, so let's just get into it. Obviously, the, the latest headline or the latest gossip is that uh, Mr. Pump rules. Now, I found this fabulous synopsis on Instagram of somebody that would explain the scandal Mm -hmm. to someone who doesn't watch Vanderpump Rules. Oh, that's it's, good. Because we do, you know, this pod, we're more focused on our housewives or our gal pals, but right. we also deep, we also segue into Vanderpump Rules. Now, here, I'm going to read it verbatim. Uh, I don't give credit or sources here. I forgot to get their name, so mm -hmm. I apologize. But here's, I'm just going to say what's going on and then we can deep dive. So okay. this week, it was revealed that Tom Sandoval from Vanderpump Rules, who is with Ariana, has been having an affair with co-star Raquel for seven months. Now, mm. Raquel used to be engaged to DJ James Kennedy, who right. is friends with Tom Sandoval. Right. Interestingly enough, Raquel made out with Sandoval's best friend, the other Tom Schwartz, while they were having an affair. 
Now, the current season that's airing now is focusing on Schwartz and Raquel having a made out in real time. What we know now is that Sandoval and Raquel were having an affair the, the entire time. Now, Katie used to be with Tom Schwartz. Am I getting that right? Yes, they were married. So, so Katie and Tom Schwartz were together mm-hmm. and they... They've all commented, Katie, James, and Lala, who's another co-star, have all added their two cents, and Bravo is currently doing an emergency filming to cover the scandal. <laughs> so they can air it on in, later on this season, season 10, which is currently airing. Uh-huh. Now, Kristen Doubt, or Duty, <laughs> she, she used to be on the show as well, and she previously cheated on Tom Sandoval mm-hmm. with his own best friend Jax. And she also dated DJ James Kennedy, who has already also spoken out about the scandal. And they're mm-hmm. all team Ariana. Yep. So it's fair to say that some shit has gone down. I hope y'all were able to follow the mess, but we're gonna get into it. Um I mean we're, we're gonna recap. It's a lot. And let me add that apparently, allegedly, let me say allegedly, I'm still talking into the microphone, even though my mic is not working today for some reason, you guys. So I'm sorry for the bad sound quality, if it's bad, in fact. Um, Yeah, so Kristen slept with Jax while Tom was sleeping. Do you remember that? Or I remember. Blowjob, something like that. And apparently the same thing happened with Tom and Raquel. What's what Ariana I, was allegedly sleeping in the other room. What I do enjoy about Vanderpump Rules is that this show is they're all villains. Like there's no hero. Yeah. There's nobody you're rooting for. Like somebody's always getting on your nerves. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating about all of this is that Raquel I was rooting for her watching the show. Like I was enjoying right. her. I was watching her like single girl life thinking, mm-hmm. oh, well, good for her. Yeah, she's flirting with uh, Katie's ex-husband. But mm-hmm. I think they're at the time, you know, last just last week, I thought, oh, they're all just doing it for the show. Like nothing's really going to happen. Right, of course. I mean, uh, was I wrong? Was I so wrong? wrong? Was I wrong? So wrong. So the headline broke, according to TMZ, uh, Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox have broken up after he allegedly cheated on his longtime girlfriend mm-hmm. with their Pump Rules co-star Raquel. Right. Uh, the, the source says that the majority of the cast is expected to gather and film and film their reactions to this affair. Uh, mostly everyone is just in shock and completely heartbroken for Ariana. Um, Ariana said that she found out about the affair earlier this week. They were just together on Wednesday at um, right. Apparently, she found out there. Yeah, apparently, she found out while attending his show with the cover band mm-hmm. and he in had to leave LA. The stage. Oh my God! Could you imagine just being there? Sorry, I'm having camera difficulties too. As you, you're can fine. We are see. Mo- yeah, it's hot good. mess today. Hot okay. mess express, but we, you know what? We okay. are still not as messy fine. as these people. No, definitely not. Um, Ariana has since deleted her Instagram account amid all of this breaking. Producers of the show are now ramped up and filming again to record the fallout after this cheating scandal. 
Um, apparently, they want to film it. It's currently airing. In the first few episodes, Ariana has been focused on the other love triangle uh, with the now-divorced Katie and Tom Schwartz, right. who is BFFs and partners with Sandoval. That's what the season that's airing um, is focused on, if you guys can all follow along. Mm-hmm. Um, she admitted during a... <laughs> She was on Watch What Happens Live earlier this week during a press tour, and she actually said on the episode that she thought Sandoval was hotter than Schwartz, and uh-huh. Andy was even shocked and taken aback by that. Um, what about Andy's post today with the sweatshirt, the Tom Tom sweatshirt? He was like, "Oh my god, I, you know what? I need Andy to just smell it and tell us what it smells like because I, I am I'm a scented person. We don't have smell vision." Um, DJ James Kennedy, who used to be engaged to Rockwell, has said, I hope you all feel as sick as I do. This explains everything. Um, Ariana's brother, Jeremy, came to her defense and said, it's funny to watch people social climb and be so fake that they're willing to do shit on to shit on people that are supposed to be their best friend, a term that gets thrown around very often. Um, and then he said, this lifestyle, this group is beyond toxic and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Right. And then he uh, slammed uh, Tom. Tom's a tryhard having a midlife crisis with his cringy ban. And Raquel has faked her way to the top trying right. to make something of her life, willing to step on whoever to get there, starting with James. Mm-hmm. Vanderpump Rules airs Wednesdays on Bravo. If y'all want to see the lead up to this, I need y'all to catch up. Just start watching. It's fabulous. It's uh, This iconic. season has been really good. It hasn't been good in a while. It's been a few seasons. Yeah, I'm not scrolling through my phone as I'm watching. This season is good. Exactly. So if you start, start here. Because me and Leslie were like, do we want to do pump rules? Because we had kind of wrote it off, frankly. Right. And we, of but course. This season, though, it's like, woo. It's um, good. Now, apparently, they have been texting inappropriately for months, the two of them. I guess she found all these texts in his phone. I just, oh. Who, do, yeah. like, that was her friend. That's what bothers me the most. Everybody, like I see people on Twitter saying, well, everybody's coming after Raquel for this. They're not going after Tom enough. But honestly, yes, he's also an asshole, but she was her friend. That's what bothers me about it the most. And the same thing for James and Tom. Absolutely. I I think, do my, vis- I think my visceral reaction was to remind people that she was, she's not married. Raquel's not married to anybody. Right. But- right. I have since had time to decompress and really not come to, you know, because frankly, I think that women are blamed faster than men in these situations. Oh, we've, I agree with that. Yeah, That's we've true. seen it. We've seen it time and time again where the woman is held to a different standard. To mm-hmm. quote Love and DC, she's like, well, Mario, men are shit, so we don't expect much from them. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you Shout know what? to Cindy. I was like, Cindy, you know what? Facts are facts. Men are crap sometimes. And so we, the bar is in hell. So yeah, I think that at this point, I do, uh, I would like to just re- remind everybody that mm-hmm. I'm not certainly defending Raquel. Um, no, definitely but, not. Definitely but she wasn't not. married. And I think the, what's messed up is that Raquel, like you said, it was friends with Ariana. Well, that's what bothers me. They had a friendship yeah. and Ariana was nice to her when nobody else was. And so it's like, how do you do that to somebody? I think, I mean, I don't know what her train of thought was. I don't know if she thought that, okay, well, yeah. it's for the show. I don't know what her intentions are now. Is it is she doing it for the show? Is she doing it for clout? Is she doing it because she's in love with him? Like, I don't understand. Well, apparently the they're 
gonna have a relationship, I feel like, don't you? I feel like just based on what I've read, I mean, that they want to be in a relationship. I don't know how true any of this is, but allegedly. Well, I mean, you know, we don't care about sources here. We're spitting facts. Um, and I will <laughs> say this, I know. I will say this though. So I thought they would break up eventually, Tom and Ariana, because I think he wants to have kids eventually. And she, ha and I think he wants to get married. And we know that she has no interest in any of that. And that's fine if they would have broken up and amicably and whatever. But this is just, this is so scandalous. I What's sad is that Raquel is um, focused on just, I think she's just focused on the attention, you know? Oh, a thousand and percent. Because she still went to the show last night. I mean, if y'all do your own digging, there was pictures of her because Tom Sandoval, who the cheater, mm -hmm. had a show with his cover band or whatever the fuck he's doing. And he, she was there. She was there right. front row screaming at the top of her lungs. Right. I am mentally prepping myself for them to walk out hand in hand at the reunion. Shamelessly parade. No. Oh my God. And like, now it, I'm trying to think back to BravoCon. Like, me too. Did we see anything? Now I want to rewatch all of the episodes again from this season and see the interaction, see if I can pick anything out. It's insane. It's wild. And yeah, apparently they were having a, a long time inappropriate July. Yeah, yeah, since July. Like it's been, yeah, they filmed. What I heard is that they filmed from May through August. And so they apparently started this in July. Um, oh, okay. So, like, so they were filming. It'll be yeah, like were, now, like now to mid season. Yeah, it's been very uh, juicy for a long time. Uh, Ariana's heartbroken, obviously, and she was blindsided by everything. Uh, this is according to page six. Um, she it's, doesn't trust men to begin with. So this is not, it's not going to help her anymore. Yeah. And then when, I mean, Raquel, the other woman was engaged to James Kennedy in December, 2022, they broke up and she was there for her, like we said. Mm -hmm. And right. um, the cast, the co-stars took to react. Lala Kent co-star immediately told Soundaball to shut the fuck up after the news mm -hmm. broke. She said, oh, Sandoval, your problem with me is that I'm a little too real for your comfort. Um, and then she slammed him as overly douchey, adding, I've seen you for who you are for a long time, and you don't mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. But I think now is the time for you to shut the fuck up. I'm eating good the next time I see you. You're the overly douchey one. Um, she continued on her tirade by addressing Raquel directly. She said, I suggest you get some energy for me. You're going to need it, the mother of one said. She later told fans that her makeup collaboration with Raquel is going on sale. <laughs> yes, doe-eyed or Bambi eyes or something. Yeah, I posted it to my Instagram. And let me just say right now that I'm just reading this, which is hilarious. Of course, Jax chimed in and he tweeted, I've called a lot of things on that show that people never believed. Everything I say always ends up being true. I can't. You know, I mean, it's... You know what's interesting though is that the reaction to this has been mm -hmm. completely different to the reaction when Katie, the other Tom's wife, was allegedly like be like because you know when they were filming last year, mm -hmm. we had heard rumblings that right. Tom Schwartz was apparently hooking up with uh Raquel, who's right. also friends with Katie or friendly. Right. And 
we kind of thought it was salacious, but not nothing like this. So the internet is definitely in. Yeah, this is much worse. I mean, that was supposedly just a makeout. This is a full on affair for seven months behind their back in her own house. I mean, that's just, that's not okay. Absolutely. It's crazy chaotic. And I just know that somewhere Lisa Vanderpump is salivating because she just got a season 11. <laughs> Andy Cohen was secretly thrilled or very publicly thrilled. I, when Andy tweeted the alarm tweet, I, I was the like, siren, I know <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is real. Uh -huh. This is, this is some shit. Nobody saw this coming. It was yeah. a great end to a hectic week. Uh, TMZ reported that Tom moved out yesterday, March 3rd, and there was pictures of him grabbing all his stuff. And so somebody else. Okay. So I've been reading on Instagram, like comments, and there's a girl named Meredith who I guess is friends with, um, Ariana and she, commented that don't believe everything that you read he was getting stuff together for a show that he has coming up or something and was just putting stuff in suitcases now I, if that's true I don't know but I've been reading her little commentary so well you know she needs to mind her own business because we're focused <laughs> on the juice <laughs> I know, I know, I know. She's I'm apparently kidding. I'm I know. kidding. No, I know, I know. I'm Meredith. I'm apologize for me being a bitch because we're just trying to enjoy the bit. You know. No, we need we need the good, juicy stories. You know, we don't we don't want to hear that it was for his show. Even though I just told you, I just wanted to make sure I'm covering all angles here. You know so what? I try not. Out. I you know, call me out. I don't care. I will. You can call me out. I just want the dirt. I don't care about don't believe I'm going to believe everything I read until they tell me otherwise. And that this it. is true. Like, this, this is. So I'm going to LA at the end of the month. And I originally had a reservation at Schwartz and Sandy's because I haven't been there. And um, but then I saw Schwartz and Sandy at the wine and food festival. So I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to cancel it. We'll go somewhere else. Like no need now. I saw them. Oh, you better believe the first mm. thing I did yesterday was remake that reservation. I <laughs> Good. Do it. I mean, you know what? Good. I... And even Darren was like, yeah, you have to. Now we have to go. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I am. Never know. We need boots on the ground. We need mm -hmm. some gossip. Well, I'm doing and... the Lord's work here. Okay. You are. That's what the... I'm doing. You know what? We're more than just talkers here on East and West. We're uh, on the floor uh, correspondents and we oh, yeah. report live sometimes and <laughs> I can't wait to see how this turns out. I can't wait to see BravoCon this year. Like, woo! Oh my God, yeah. It's going to be good. It's right, going so to be what? good. The pump, that's the pump rules. Now, yes. to end the pump rule segment on a lighter note, uh, Stassi, who was the OG oh, yes. girl, she is pregnant with baby number two. Yes. So congratulations, Stassi, on your bundle of joy. I've heard bundles of joy, but, you know, team no kids over here. I am super happy for Stassi. I happen to love Stassi. I know that she, what she did was awful. I feel mm -hmm. that she has learned, hopefully, from her mistakes and has evolved somewhat, I'm hoping. I follow them, like, as a family on Instagram. They're adorable. So I wish them all the best from East I and do. West. We do wish them the best. And even if they're a mess, we all are sometimes. And I think of that um, I wish her the best. Now, we're going to segue into the other bigger gossip this week. Back, we're going to merge into Housewives land. Um, we'll cover whatever we can cover recap-wise. We thought the gossip this week was more important. 
Absolutely. We, we make it work here. Now the other big headline that shocked me this week is that Michael Darby, Ashley uh, Potomac's estranged husband from the Real Housewives of Potomac, he is suing co-star Candace for defamation. Now, first of all, don't you have to have a good, decent reputation in order for defamation to be... One would like, think. Because <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, you're trying to be, you're trying to say that you were defamed. I don't remember you having some pristine reputation. The ass grabber was defamed. Alleged got, ass grabber. Ale- alleged, sorry. Alleged. Girl, we don't we're tr- sued here. I ain't trying to get served. No, that was, that was Leslie. That was Leslie. That was um, me. Sue me. So to catch people up, after Candace told Ashley Darby on The Real Housewives of Potomac season seven that aired earlier this year that her estranged husband, Michael, had allegedly offered to pay another man for oral sex, Michael Darby has filed a $2 million lawsuit against Candace, accusing her of defamation. The court's documents have made the claims indicating, well, first of all, the quote said, Ashley, this is from Candace, Ashley, your husband likes to leave you and go to a man named Bleep house and suck his dick she told ashley as cameras rolled then during another scene candy ache suggested that michael was paying for sex uh in a cat in a confessional she said i was not supposed to talk about this person but he says that michael darby is a client of his that's what you get you ass because i was holding on to that you wanted smoke so here which is an iconic line from Candace. Yeah. Um, Candace's claims against Ashley's husband came in retaliation against allegations that Ashley made about Candace's husband, Chris, who she accused of sending supposedly inappropriate late night DMs. Uh, following that same drama, uh, Candace has confirmed that after the reunion, she's just done with Ashley. Um, Michael did attempt to silence Candace earlier this year by firing off a cease and desist, but apparently that didn't work. She has yet to offer an apology or take back any of the statements she made and has not responded to the latest lawsuit. What's interesting- It's absurd. Exactly. But what's fascinating to me is that $2 million is the alleged price of Ashley's new house. So- <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So there you go. I mean, let's put two and two together. I don't know if he has a case. I don't know how this works. Um, he got sued for ass grabbing. So I think he does not have a case. And we saw the pictures of him, the naked pictures or whatever they were that he was like supposedly sending to some guy. So, well, the thing is, what's upsetting is that I was listening to Tamara Judge's podcast and she went through a similar situation with uh, Alexis Bellino's ex-husband over at Orange County. Oh, I remember. And yeah, whatever happened with that? Well, they ended up like settling or whatever. I don't know the exact resolution, but Tamara says that she's worried for Candace because this could cost her a lot of money just to defend herself. So in lawyers fees, in lawyers fees. And so even if he's not going to get whatever he's asking, he's just trying to get her back. And Tamara was like, this can cost her like half a million dollars. And I don't know if that's how much Tamara ended up losing, but Tamara had to defend herself against Jim Bellino and I just ugh. like that's why they have the no suing right. clause on the contracts but Michael Darby was not on this season maybe he didn't no. have a contract maybe right. he's gone like now. Exactly. so even if he's just coming for her just to come for her then uh-huh. that's a little messed up but ultimately right. he can do whatever he wants to do apparently so apparently 
now what else? We have Peter calling out <clears throat> Mia. Oh yeah, since we're in Potomac land. Yeah, let's just go on with that. So go ahead. Oh no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm just bringing up the story so that I can follow oh, along. My bad. I'm not Make trying to my hide commentary. No, it's all good. Nah. It's all good. Well, Mia, cast member Mia, accused Dr. Wendy of having an affair with Peter Thomas. Uh, soon after, Mia responded with her alleged receipts and her husband, Gordon, shaded Peter, who he believed was their friend. Uh, Mia said this rumor on the latest episode of The Reunion. Um, on his Instagram, Peter, who was previously married to Real Housewives of Atlanta's Cynthia Bailey, I hope you guys are all following along because we talk about these people like we know them, like they're our best friends. Of course. We, we know who they are. But if you're not an avid watcher, that's why we're, I'm throwing all the cities out there. Right. Of course. <clears throat> yeah. Because not everybody watches every, I mean, we do. I mean, we do, but not everybody. Not everybody does. Well, Peter said he only filmed this season of Potomac to promote his business, and his name is now tied to many episodes of drama. He said, in real life, I don't mess with any of these women. He filmed with Wendy for only five minutes. He also denied going out to dinner with her or sharing any, quote, late night snack with her. He said she's a married woman. She's very respectful, honorable, which is, I mean, she's true. That's true about Dr. Yeah, Wendy. I agree. Um, Peter also addressed Mia directly and said she was disrespectful and thirsty when she accused him of um, being with Wendy. And according to him, the allegation was made to, quote, collect that check from Bravo. There's nothing cool about that, he said. Um, if Mia uses his name in this way, he'll have his lawyer be in contact and it'll get really <sighs> ugly. He hinted Mia. Go. I know. He said that Mia threw his name out recklessly, which is hurting his alleged business, and that's irresponsible. Please cease and desist, he said. And then he called out Andy Cohen and said, with all the shit I'm going through, then comes this BS. Bravo, Andy, stop using me for your ratings. Child, nobody <laughs> is watching for you, Peter Thomas. Nobody no, is watching nobody. for you. Not one person. Nobody Him. is Him. watching. Him, that's the only person. <laughs> I mean, and then Mia, after Peter posted that video, she took to her Twitter and she posted receipts to refute his claims. Mm -hmm. She said, lies, lies, lies. Uh, sorry, Peter, wrong food group. Zen Wen was playing with the snapper, not the cookie. She then shared a video of Wendy eating with Peter as he seems to move the camera towards her empty table. Wendy responded that the snapper was good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, she got to laugh at that shit. Um, uh, then Gordon said that it was interesting that Peter, who I thought was his friend, claimed that he didn't really know them. And then he said, I wonder if he didn't know us like that when he's been at our house eating our food. I guess he didn't know us like that when he held our baby girl and was the first man other than myself mm -hmm. to hold the baby girl. I mean, when the husbands get involved, that's when it's starting to escalate even harder. But you yeah. know who's winning in all of this is Wendy's husband because he's very quiet. He is not getting in the mess. And he is, and they still accused him of smiling too much. Smiley Eddie. But I, mean, I think, isn't Eddie a lawyer? I don't know. Is he? I'll have to Google that. I think he's a lawyer. So maybe he's like, you know what? Say nothing. You're not going to incriminate right. me. But right. Mia did end up posting a tweet apologizing for the gossip. After Peter probably threatened with the lawsuit, she's probably like, oh, I can't afford she no can't lawsuit. Afford, yeah, she can afford nothing right now. So no. But you know what's hilarious on a personal note that I just mm -hmm. realized? I was running errands the other day and I drove by a joint chiropractic facility. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
I wanted to walk in and be like, hey, so can y'all give me a business plan breakdown? Because <laughs> your your face of the company is on TV making a fool of y'all. Right. You don't know nothing about nothing about operations. Um, but that's the Potomac juice. And then we're going to now, it's going to get a little dark. So that's, yeah. let me just preface this. Right. We're going to go down south to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm telling y'all, this week was just in. So filled um, with news like every day it was filled with different. news so uh drew sedora who's on the real housewives of atlanta and her husband ralph their marriage is officially coming to an end Thank now god exactly i was gonna say let's all take a collective sigh of relief because now, let me just, it, yeah i have to say that i thought ralph was so hot like when he first came on the show when they first joined the cast and then the more I got to know him and the way that he treated her, just, I can't even look at him anymore. He's a, he's a, just an awful person. Allegedly, but it's my all, opinion. All alleged. And, you know, ever since she joined the show, for context, she joined the show in season 13. And one of like their first scenes was when he disappeared to Tampa and she didn't <laughs> know why and she didn't know why and she didn't know... <laughs> At first, I thought, okay, they're faking this for the show. Like, it's all for the show because right. I don't believe that she believes any. Like, but as you said, as we saw them together, mm -hmm. he is just not a nice person to her. Now, no. the the Real Housewives of Atlanta just finished uh, their upcoming fifteenth season. Can you believe season fifteen? I know, I know. Ugh. So we will see this breakdown of their marriage. I think towards the end of the season, maybe if they just filed. Apparently, yeah, they filed on March 1st. They were filed yeah. by Ralph on February 27th. And it was revealed that he and Drew separated um, earlier or late February. There is no chance or hope of reconciliation, his paper said. I'm glad it's in writing because now it's, Good. For, now yeah. it's for real. Right. Uh, they got married in August of 2014. They have two kids, including a son. Mm -hmm. Now, um, it's... They've always been, like we said, tensions between them. And throughout the show, she uncovered yeah. suspicious text messages between him and the female assistant last the massage season. thing or whatever that was. Oh, yeah. God. And now, at the time, she said, that's the journey we're on every day, honestly. And I'm just like, girl, that's no, not normal. No, no. Like, I that's don't understand how we normalize this type of treatment sometimes. And so she did confirm at the time um, that they were in therapy. So I... I think therapy. no thank you yeah. his ass would be out I'm sorry <laughs> like out like I will not put up with cheating that's it if I if I would ever catch that goodbye yeah and you know we were all shocked when she, they filed because apparently she filed first he filed an hour later and then like eight hours later she amended her filing and said that he it was emotionally abusive it was physically threatening mm -hmm. and so that's when I said it got dark because once you start throwing like physical abuse and emotional abuse it's completely different than being right. cheated on like that's when I don't No, have... that's not I wouldn't put up with that either like that's I, yeah. Not good. yeah no no shade no snark to her like I hope she really gets no. out of there if everything that's true like I I'm not like Ramona. I do support other women. And I think that, um, <laughs> or wait, no, she said that about Bethany, my bad. Right. And so I do support other women. I hope that she takes her Bravo coins because I know they get paid decently. So, 
girl, like sure. get out of there. You deserve better. Like women deserve better than be ever. No, he's just he's awful. He's awful. He was Absolutely. so mean to her. Absolutely awful. And speaking of awful, we are now going to talk about Brandy Glenville. <laughs> yes. Yes, we so are. Let's, we've been on the East Coast all morning. Let's go to the West Coast because, you know, the cities uh, are it. across the country. Uh, Brandy Glanville, she is iconic housewife from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She was on the Traders and she was missing from the reunion that just mm-hmm. aired. Um, now, for those who don't know, she was uh, accused of some wrongdoing after filming the latest season of The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Uh, Inappropriately just... touching Caroline Manzo. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, she was removed from the girls' trip <laughs> mid-filming, and she was set to appear on the reunion for her other Peacock show, The Traders. But according to her rep, an ongoing investigation prohibited her from attending. Her mm-hmm. statement said, Brandy wanted nothing more than to attend The Traders' reunion. It has been one of Brandy's favorite projects. Brandy has mm-hmm. been prohibited from sharing her side of the story And in turn, people have only heard unsubstantiated versions. Brandy maintains her innocence and vehemently denies any wrongdoing. Uh, I watched the reunion and all all Andy Cohen said was, unfortunately, Brandy's not able to join us tonight. (laughs) Right. Of course, because, you know, he's got to go along with, you know, the network, obviously. Um, Do you think they should have let her attend that reunion or no? I don't think it would have been a good look giving the the allegations because she crossed uh, physical boundaries apparently with Caroline Manzo and that her Which I believe. Yeah. I'm sorry. I believe it because we've seen her cross those lines before. That's the thing. It's like, Brandy girl, we're all rooting for you. I was waiting for the comeback. Like I thought Mm -hmm. girl strip being on girl strip twice. I thought perfect. They're setting her up to come back to Beverly Hills. Right. And then, no. you know, at first I thought, okay, she went too far. What could she have done? But then for it to be so dark and so um, unwanted. It really was. And yeah, it was super dark. Now I heard Jacqueline Larita, who's Caroline Manzo's sister-in-law. She said on Carlos's King podcast that mm-hmm. uh, Caroline Manzo is not doing that good, that she's still very stressed over everything because, wow. you know, yeah. fil- filming it is one thing. But now we're going to have to wait for it to air. And then they're going to have to relive everything once relive it airs. Relive it. Exactly. Yeah. And what are they going to do with Brandy then? Like, she won't be allowed to promote the show, I'm guessing. Like, yeah. And then, you no, know, they do like a press tour. They're on every talk show for it. She won't be able to do that, I guess. I mean, I guess by then we'll see. I think we'll be able to gather how bad it is because right. if Brandy is able to be doing press and she's able to do everything, then it might be not like, I don't know. Like it's, it'll be interesting to see yeah, how it plays if, out, how it plays out. Cause if they have her like on press and if they have her doing stuff, then to me, it's like, okay, they probably didn't find anything, but I also exactly. don't want to sound like I don't believe Caroline. So it's right, a touchy right. subject. It's a very touchy subject. They, we you know, know Brandy, we know how yeah. she is. So we know Brandy and they Believable. really, it's believable. Um, it's it's a little too dark for my liking, but yeah. um, let's. That's why I want to end up the gossip sesh with uh, the last piece of dirt this week was that Melissa Gorga denied saying that Kyle Richards used Ozempic for weight loss. Now this is just a silly little rumor that got started because Melissa Gorga was on Jeff Lewis's show. And they were talking about Kyle, uh, mm-hmm. how she's in, sh- in good shape and everything. Um, 
Melissa made a comment and she's like, well, is she doing that weight loss drug? Um, It was like silly little, like nothing, I feel like. Silly little speculation. Now, Jeff Lewis being Jeff Lewis said on his pod and he was like, well, I think she was doing it and then stopped before people like called her out on it. So technically Uh she's not using it. Um, Melissa said, guys, don't believe the BS. I never said Kyle was on Ozempic. I think she looks amazing. And I thought she was, but she totally confirmed that she's not. <laughs> like, girl, you just said it again. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I feel she, like though, everybody I know now when somebody loses weight rapidly, we're all like, oh, they must be on Ozempic. Yeah. And Ky- it's, it's so drastic. It, you know, um, what's her name said that she was doing it? Uh, was it Gigi? I think it was Gigi. Um, there's a lot, there's, okay. there's a lot, allegedly, there's a lot of um, how Bravo celebrities are doing it. Apparently that's the gossip I heard. And um, well, Marge, I was going to say some injections or something she was saying. I'm sure that's what it is. It can be other names too. So. Yeah. Well, I, you know, Melissa Gorga said, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw her, I was like, oh, she's taking that stuff. Like, yeah. girl, that that's implying that Kyle is of taking course, Ozempic. especially when she's saying it on a radio show that with, a lot of people listen to. Exactly. Especially you know when Jeff is then going to stir the pot. And we love him for that. But ultimately, get like, girl, say that shit off the air. Like, we have manners. Do what me and Leslie do. We talk about people behind their backs. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't oh, go on the good. radio and talk about them. Exactly. God. So, oh my God, how do you feel? Oh, and also, Leslie, I texted you this morning right before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I do want to acknowledge that Heather Dubrow has uh, shared. Um, yes. Yeah, so let's acknowledge, and we can end this on a good, positive, light note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather Dubrow's youngest child has come out as transgender, uh, 12-year-old. Goes but will now yeah. go by the name Ace. Uh, she's okay. sharing She's sharing an update on the youngest child. Um, She posted a statement this morning and said that uh, making it International Sons Day, she said, we love you, our youngest son, Ace. Our job as parents is to give our kids a safe and supportive environment so they can grow up as healthy, happy, confident, independent humans. Since Ace is a 12-year-old child with a life ahead of him, we will let him tell his own story someday if he chooses to do so. All we can say is, Ace, we love you so much, and we are proud to be your parents. Your brother and sisters love and support you, too. I, you know, Heather Dubrow, Fancy Pants, she yeah. may get on my nerves sometimes on the show. And this is true for a lot of housewives. They might get on my nerves, but I have never seen one like that. I can be yeah. like, oh, she's a terrible mother. You know what I mean? I would never no, want to. Definitely not. Because they're all guilty of being messy and petty and nonsensical sometimes. But they love their kids so much. And Heather Dubrow seen, or, you know. Yeah, they're good. amazing parents. They're very forthcoming with everything and welcoming and open. And I, I think they're great parents. I think it's very inspirational for her to do that on such a public forum and especially with the way people are and trans trans mm-hmm. rights being such a hot topic right now and everybody coming right. for trans people across the country. I wish, you know, her, her son all the best. And I think that it's beautiful that they continuously support them on such a public forum. And um, yeah, so shout out to, to Ace and welcome to the LGBT world. And I mean, not to welcome, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, of course. 
Welcome to the neighborhood. It's fabulous. <laughs> we're we're never at capacity. <laughs> everybody welcome back uh we have just done a whole bunch of gossip there was so much gossip this week in the bravo universe now we will start recapping and we're going to start with new jersey this week because it is the most recent so yeah take it away well what are we thinking so far this season i think that was episode four um we're a month in um yes so far, the general consensus that I've seen now, Twitter is not the majority. I know that. Um, but yeah. Twitter seems to be over Teresa versus Melissa. Um, I agree with them. Thankfully, the Twitter's I'm on that side of Twitter for once. Me too. Um, but the episode was it was cool, it was cute. Uh, the men have, you know, last week it ended with them getting together and Teresa's brother Joe and Louie were going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, they re they come back from that night everybody's drunk everybody's so drunk yada 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 uh right. then we get to Teresa and louis they're having their love bubble housewarming party <laughs> oh god can't i don't know if they're forced to pick names for their parties but dude you have to i mean maybe they just need like a caption for when like they the women are showing up i don't know but i guess he was mean... very, very clear like it's my love bubble housewarming party. <laughs> Isn't the theme like a housewarming party? It has to be a love bubble. You know who I was very concerned about? So they get to the party. Once we get mm-hmm. to the party, there's like a, a full-on human in a big-ass inflated bubble in the pool. Oh, my God. I know. I'm like, somebody needs to check on her. I'm sure there's labor laws <laughs> being violated. Like, this woman, is she on the clock? Is she 1099? Like, oh I need God. to know. Did Teresa get insurance for her? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that poor woman. Uh, <laughs> Teresa says she only wants positive energy for her party since she's been sucked into Louis's love bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis tells Teresa that he did tell her brother to fuck himself. Um, right. He lets Teresa know that her brother's annoyed that Melissa's family is not invited to the wedding. Um, so they just they just go back with their tit for tat nonsense. Um, Melissa goes to Joe's job site, and that's when Teresa calls her brother to check on him. Uh, she repeats what Louie put on the little notepad to make peace, and she's like, "Hey, you want to make peace?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, peace, peace. We're good." That scene was so uncomfortable. I was very uh, taken aback that they didn't even want to get into it like to me it's like okay are you guys yeah that angry at each other or are you just trying to prolong this feud like what's the problem here what makes me laugh I have to say is that Louis it stays very calm but he's always so red (laughs) I'm like why are what is with that what color I am confused why Joe Gorga was not receptive to his sister but I think that yeah me too a part of me feels like he's just trying to prolong this. And, um, you know, Louis told Teresa that he confronted Joe about the podcast and Melissa mentioning that they helped Joe Judice put food on the table since he had no one to film with. Mm-hmm. That is just, I, you know, they're just trying to hurt each other. But there is a side note accusation that Joe Gorga does not pay his bills. And apparently he owes like over $100,000 to contractors, allegedly. And allegedly. So maybe that's, I, 
honestly, like when I was watching Melissa and Joe Gorga talk about how, oh, we were there for them when Teresa was in jail, we filmed that spinoff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, girl, you got paid to do that. Like you didn't do Of course no- they did. Yeah, like, this isn't they were some- doing it for free. This isn't some big favor you did to quote, put food on their table or whatever the fuck they said. Like these people are just keep wanting to hurt each other. And yeah, it would have been more admirable had they just spent time with their nieces and did whatever, like just because not because they were getting paid. And I do believe, I mean, I believe Teresa's daughters when they say that Melissa's only around when the camera's around Mm -hmm. and because that's really been the pattern that I've noticed anyway. Yeah, um, sure. You know, Teresa repeats what her fiance put on the notepad to make peace. Mm-hmm. She asked her brother if she's coming to the housewarming party. He doesn't commit. She tells him that he loves him. And he says it in return. I was, you know, I was a little sad for Teresa that she was shocked to hear him back, say it back. I know, me too. Because Teresa's not an actress by no means. Like you can always tell when she's putting it on. And that reaction mm-hmm. felt real to me. Like she's like, wow, I can't believe he said he loved me back. Like that, yeah. that was very, it was pretty sad to see these siblings go at it this way. It really was. We got a cute scene of Dolores and her mom coming over and gorgeous Frankie Jr. had a shirt on. Mm-hmm. So that that's my only complaint is that he had yeah. a shirt on. So <laughs> um, Jennifer and Bill are having dinner. They're discussing their relationship. They talk about right. how Gen- Jennifer spoils the kids. Yeah. Jennifer thinks since Bill cheated on her, he has upset their family dynamic. Um, so I think she's overcompensating by spoiling, but you know. I don't know. Yeah. How do you- I mean, I, I, you know, I've never, thank God, had that issue, but, you know, maybe, maybe you do, maybe you would do that. Cause I don't know. I mean, but something tells me that those kids would be spoiled and no shade. Anyway, you- of course. Anyway, yeah. If you, anyway. if you want to spoil your kids and you can do it, spoil them, but you know, you're all creating these people. These are human beings that will one day go into the universe. So yeah, and just, become monsters if you spoil them too much. So not that I'm one to talk, but my kids are not monsters. So they're not. They're fabulous. And Leslie spoils me too. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, exactly. We get a scene of the newbies. Rachel, the new girl, is meeting Fessler. I'm going to call her Fessler just for the sake of because her name's Jennifer. That's fine. Right. Yeah. So Rachel is meeting Fessler for lunch. They're really getting along. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel tells Fessler that Jennifer Aiden was gossiping with her over their bad nose jobs. <laughs> You know, but Rachel's nose job, in fairness, it's a very Cindy Lou Who. It is. It's um, character-esque. Yeah. Yeah. So Jennifer Aiden apparently has a mission to destroy this season, and she's been shit-talking Dolores, <laughs> and she called Fessler and wanted to refer over therapy, but then she started talking shit about Margaret. Mm-hmm. I think Jennifer Aiden thought that Fessler and Rachel were completely, didn't know anybody on the cast. And because I, when Jennifer and Jackie joined the show in season nine, they didn't know anybody. So I think right. Jennifer Aiden thought, oh, these girls are new. They don't know anybody. I can talk shit about everybody. Uh, not the case. My favorite part of this moment was when um, Fessler looked at Rachel and said, I don't do that as far as sharing food. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's funny. She ordered a margarita pizza and she's like, and Rachel's like, oh, can we split that? And Fessler's she reaction said, no. was like, uh, no like what the hell are you talking about yeah and I was like thank you I felt very seen um <laughs> Margaret and Dolores go shopping for Teresa's housewarming gift they FaceTime Melissa she says Joe's not gonna go Melissa's going Joe's not okay interested. so I need to stop for a second because yeah I feel like he was being ridiculous and not going like he could have just gone she called him 
She invited him. Like, I, I just, I don't understand why he didn't go. It's like the time he didn't go to the birthday party and Melissa went. And it was that same uncomfortable and not even by Teresa. I felt like it was way more uncomfortable in that conversation that the girls were having with Melissa. You know, I, I, I teeter totter because I'm reading my notes back and I put, I applaud Melissa for going anyway, because it's a sticky situation. Well, I don't mind Melissa going. I just think but this is stupid. A, but this is the thing. I think Melissa, I'm repeating the episode in my head and it's it for Melissa. It's all optics because she said True. in her confessional, she was like, well, I'm disappointed. My brother's not going because now she's going to have something to hold over his head. Mm -hmm. right. And so to me, that signifies that Melissa only went because she didn't want to look bad. She didn't want Teresa to hold something against right. him. Right. So right. Melissa is sort of playing the game with Teresa. Yeah. Now I'm not defending Teresa by no means because they're both at fault here. Um, Teresa's disappointed that her brother's not coming. Uh, mm -hmm. She talks to Melania and Gia about the issues they're having with their uncle. Um, and so now we're at the party. Everybody's there except for Joe Gorga. There's a that woman floating around the plastic love bubble. Teresa <laughs> falsely calls her a dancer. Um, Margaret- It reminded then, me of the mermaid in the Beverly Hills party who was like on the side of the pool. With the camel. Laughing at her and she was like flapping. She was flapping up and down. <laughs> Um, okay, yes. So then they, Margaret makes it aware that she knows that Jennifer's talking shit about her. Uh, Louie pulls up Teresa on the table and L Teresa thanks her quote, chosen family for attending this party. Mm -hmm. This comment made Melissa feel a certain way. Uh, she was in alleged tears. I didn't see one single tear. I um, <laughs> I don't, I think, you know, they got offended that by they, I mean, Jackie and Margaret and Melissa, they mm -hmm. got offended about the chosen family comment. I didn't think anything of it because to me, Teresa is not known for being quick with words and she's not known mm -hmm. for her shade. She's not right. known for like, I think she just meant this is my chosen family would know, like she wasn't even thinking about her brother at that point. Like, yeah. I don't understand why they ran with it. Um, I mean, I do understand, but I don't think it was, it felt flat to me um do you think that Teresa actually sat there and thought how do I hurt my brother you know what no I mean? no she says things and I didn't even think it was that bad I mean your friends are it was mostly friends at that party I feel like not a lot of family members she doesn't have any family members anyway besides Joe and that is her chosen family that's her friends and that's okay I don't think she meant it to be malicious she's not that, that you know that quick Mind you, her actual family declined to go. Exactly. So Thank you. Exactly. She, she can't win for losing. Like she can't sit mm -hmm. there and be like, if she would have said, I wish my brother were here, Melissa would have been like, oh, well, why are you calling him out? And then she says, mm -hmm. my chosen family. So it's like, right. She, no matter what she does, it just, they're going to dissect it. Exactly. Um, after Melissa comes back from fake crying, she tells Jackie that she sold her out to Danielle about wearing hamper clothes. And that's when Danielle does what a good housewife does. She goes up to Jackie to have her check her outfit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which I, I'm going to interrupt right here. Okay. That bag needs to be burned. It was 100% fake. It Danielle's wasn't bag. even the right. Yes. Danielle's YSL. I'm putting my little quote hands up because it was not YSL. 
The hardware was too small that they don't even make that bag. It was plastic. I could tell on TV, like, I'm sorry. If you're going to buy a knockoff, which by all means, feel free. I'm a Virgo. So I, that doesn't like, because of that, I won't allow it. I just can't. I can't. Not that anybody else that I care what they think, but I care what I think. Exactly. Burn that bag, please, please, for the love of God. I'm like, Jackie's focused on the hamper. We need to focus on that fake YSL purse. I can't. I can't. It haunts me. It's so awful. They don't even, like, they don't make it. Well, Danielle gesticulated. Danielle gesticulated while she was confronting Jackie. And Jackie jumps to the ridiculous conclusion that Danielle is threatening her because she talks with her hands. And then Jackie walks away. To me, I'm like, girl, this is why you're demoted. Like, this could have been a, a good fight. This could have been a good argument. But Jackie was like, oh, don't get in my face. And I'm like, girl, come on. Clock yeah. in, girl. Clock in. But, you know, this is why Danielle is who Danielle is. And so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle sees similarities between her family's not speaking with her and ter- with Teresa and Joe Gorga because they, Teresa's kids and Joe Gorga's kids haven't seen each other for six months, which right. was sad. Um, Melissa does talk to her nieces and they say they miss their cousins. This was, I mean, it was sad. To me, it's sad. Like, That's I don't. Sad. Yeah, because the cousins it, do really love each other, I feel like. It's just, to me, it's just sad watching this playback and it's just. Uh, yeah. So we move on to the importance of Jennifer gets called out by Marge for calling Fessler to complain about her. And Jennifer says she only made that call because she's in desperate need of a marriage counselor. Uh, Dolores then approaches and finds out that Jennifer was talking to her too. Mm-hmm. Jennifer admits to calling Rachel because she outed her bad nose job and she wanted to let Rachel know that she'll be there for her because everybody was talking about her bad nose job. <laughs> oh my God. Who says that to somebody, even though it is a weird nose job? I mean, listen, Jennifer might have a bad delivery, but everybody, ever since that trailer dropped, we've all noticed that nose job, like, whoa, like that nose job. I know. She just calls it out. She's the only one that will say anything. So got to give her that. Exactly. Rachel and Jennifer then get into an argument, which results with Jennifer calling Rachel an idiot. Uh, Rachel grabs her husband and they get out of this messy party, but he wants to give Rachel the opportunity to check Jennifer. He's like, don't you want to check her? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm like, go listen to the husband. I know. I know. Um, Jennifer then assumed that someone from Rachel's generation could not be smart. Uh, Mm -hmm. She was a little smug that the newbie walked off. Um, You know, Rachel is born in 1991. I'm going to repeat it every week. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I can't. I was 19. Oh, good Lord. Next week, Margaret and Jennifer get into it and we see more fallout for the Gorga view. Um. I I am not for a housewife storming out, but Jennifer just won't stop, so I don't blame them. Um, yeah. Ultimately, I think that it's was better for Rachel to just be like, you know what, I'm getting nowhere with this one. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it should be an interesting season, though. I do like the newbies. Danielle's not my favorite, but I think she brings good drama. Even if she was carrying a fake plastic bag and wearing what looked like a sky dress, I'm okay with that because I need the drama and because it's Jersey. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on to Miami. Yes. And then we'll we'll decide about Potomac later. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So 
This was the season finale of The Real Housewives of Miami. It was episode 16, and it was titled Melting Pot Meltdown. So mm -hmm. as a side note to this, when I saw the title, I'm like, and then when I heard about Gertie's party, I'm like, they're having a party at the melting pot. Do you have the melting pot by you? I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. So it's a fondue restaurant where you sit in a booth and it looks like it's 1987 in there and you have a little tile top table and there's a burner in the middle of the table and they make different, you know, fondues and you dip your cheese into it and then they cook food at the table. And this is what I thought it was at first. And I'm like, wait a second. And then I had to Google to see if there were melting pots in other locations besides Miami, because I've never seen another one. Anyway, the episode begins where it ended last week with Lisa and Marina discussing Lenny. Marina is clearly team Lenny at this point, and she's trying to make excuses for him. Side no. note, there is no excuse for Lenny. There's none. None. Lisa tells her if she can't trust him for one weekend while she's away getting dental work, when can she? Marina tries to brush it away, saying Lenny's Instagram messages, his DMs, are innocent. Um, I'm thinking not. Lisa tells us in the confessional that this is absolutely false and that she's had access to his Instagram for years and has always had a problem with this one girl. Lo and behold, that's who he's with now. So to me, when Lisa said that, when she admitted that on camera, I would not have admitted that on camera. Um... To me, it's like, okay, so what did you know? Like, did you just say well, nothing? Right. She had so, to know something. I mean, maybe she just had blinders on, but. Yeah. So it's like, girl, now your husband can say in court documents that you guys had an arrangement or something. Like, don't ever admit it on camera. Come on. What? That you're looking at the. That the, that the he was. That you knew. Yeah. That he was allowed to talk to other people. I don't know. Right. Like, because right. for her to say, I knew for years that he was out here doing something like, girl, shut up. Right. But anyway, right. that's true. So um, she tells Marina that he could at least care about her as the mother of his children. And Marina agrees. Yeah. Marina tells her that she told Lenny how depressed Lisa is. And he said, basically, time will heal. What an asshole. What a jerk. Like, that is disgusting type. Like, you know, between Lenny oh. and Tom, between Lenny and Tom, like, I am what so over the, wrong the men. men. What is wrong with Bravo men this week? Ugh. I don't know. Now, Lisa feels very alone as she isn't close to her own family. She moved to Miami to be with Lenny. And Marina has been like a second mother to her. But something tells me that that is about to end. Real no. Quick. Yeah. Toodles. So next scene, we have Larsa meeting Gertie for lunch and they discuss the Bahamas trip and we get a little visual recap. They talk about what a shit show it was. Um, Gertie defends Adriana, which is so annoying to me, saying that she can't kick her while she's down and that she didn't yes, know can. what she was doing. Yeah, Full she did. shit. Exactly. Yeah, come on. She didn't know what she was doing? All right, whatever. She asks Larsa to try one more time and then invites her to her melting pot party at the melting pot with the fondue. Side note, again, I, I'm not going to say my side note because I just said it earlier that I thought they were at the Melting Pot restaurant. Uh, Larsa says in her confessional that it's too soon for her to be throwing this party after what happened at Bahamar. I agree. But of course, we need a season finale party. So she has to throw the party. I'm like, um, hello. Right. And Larsa tells Gertie that Alexia is probably not ready to see Adriana yet. Which is which, fair. It's definitely fair. Uh then we have Adriana arriving at Emilio Estefan's studio. I, I mean, damn girl. Get it, girl. 
I mean, I couldn't believe that. Like we yeah. here in Miami love the Estefans. Um, and a side yes. note, the Broadway show they did was a delight. Yeah. It was so good. I saw it on the eighth grade drama trip, not my eighth grade drama trip, but the trip that I went on with Ethan when he was in eighth grade. Uh, anyway, so I think it's crazy because he's actually written her a song. How and isn't it? Isn't the song about how expensive it is to be her? Yeah. Doesn't that sound which, like? <laughs> I mean, it's expensive. To be, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. But I, I hate that I like Adriana's song. I'm so ashamed. I know. I know. I the fire, fire, whatever. Fire, fire. Uh, I'd be like, okay. I know. So anyway, over on Star Island, Marisol first and then Alexia arrive at Lisa's house and they play with the kids for a few minutes and then retreat for cockies, of course. Yeah, because, of course, that's Marisol's you know, diet. Right, exactly. Lisa goes into the wine room and says, this is a really good bottle. Side note, it's Farniente, the wine, and that's my very favorite Chardonnay. And I was just drinking it last night at dinner and it is a really good bottle but it is atrocious what they charge for it at a restaurant as compared to like a liquor store, or the grocery, like insane, like a hundred dollars more a bottle. It's oh like a $70 bottle of wine when you buy I, it. And then it's I can't. insane. So she tells the girls that she hasn't spoken to Lenny, but she did warn him that she was having them over. And I can't imagine he's going to walk into that. I was scared anyway. with Alexia and Marisol. They reacted like fucking Ghostface walked in and I was like, oh shit, I don't want to be know. here either. I, I try to be around that man. Uh-uh. I know. I know. So Lisa tells them that about Adriana's party and how she pleaded with her to help mend the friendship with Marisol and Alexia, but they're really not having it. Not Alexia points out the fact that Adriana sent her a text apology saying, my bad. My bad, girl. <laughs> I mean, and she says that Adriana needs to understand that she cannot act that way and then get away with it. Which I, I'm going to say, like, I don't, like, usually agree with Alexia. I don't always agree with her, but I'm agreeing here. Like, she did was wrong. And then what she did to Marisol, too. And Marisol is rightly upset about what she told her about the ex-boyfriend. I mean, you don't, sorry, if you're, like, friends with somebody and they've had this, you know, years of friendship or whatever, you don't tell them, oh, yeah, your ex-boyfriend or your ex-husband said that they were never in love with you. Why would you say that to somebody? I was just hurtful like come on Adriana like get it's it together. so hurtful it's so hurtful and like just you know unnecessary um and I do think that Alexia could take some of her own advice at this point because I feel like she deflects all the time and absolutely whatever though uh meanwhile on South Beach Julia and Martina arrive at dinner dinner and I'm question marking that at prime 112 because it's completely empty so I'm figuring it's like a Tuesday at 5 30. <laughs> I mean there's literally like one other table in there what I mean yeah not the not the happening time it's usually packed in there so I was very excited that's like their little scene at dinner blah 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 I really have nothing to say about it to be honest like same boring Nicole, meanwhile, is at home with her therapist and her dad comes and comes to the appointment too. And I think that this is actually the first time we've seen him sober. Yeah, I mean, mostly lucid. Sober. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was very lucid. Um, They definitely, I think, have a breakthrough when he explains why he did what he did to her as a child. Because he thought at, when she was a child, she was better off not being around him and his craziness because bad things would always happen. 
when they were mm. together and we find out that she get like got hit by a car oh wow yeah that scene was very real it felt very real and it felt um like this was Me the first too. time it felt it was the first time that nicole was actually listening to her dad and not just uh defending right. herself like or something seems her. to change in her i felt like because i feel like she actually saw him and has an understanding of why he yeah like I like that she admitted that she did miss a lot because of her own resentment. So, right. I mean, I'm all for families mending. So I hope that they do Same. decide to move forward. Same. And then we move on to Alexia and Frankie and they have a cute little cooking scene. And she tells us that Frankie is trying to do things on his own now and he loves to cook. She asks him if he has plans to see his dad this week and he doesn't. And then we flash to Peter arriving at Pedro's house, which again, Another scene like deception because they show like welcome to Miami Beach and they show like then they show downtown and then they show a house in Kendall. Kendall's fine. It's a suburb, but like it's not he's not on Miami Beach. Like I have Ex to call it out. I exactly. Out. And I'm glad you're calling it out because I didn't know that I'm on the West Coast. So I don't know right. where like I'm just going based on what the editing. So says. is the dad. No, yeah. it's not the West Coast, but it's definitely West. It's not anywhere East. I know this for what? a fact. I was frankly confused that we got a scene of Alexia's baby daddy and her son because me they too. haven't they haven't been on the show enough for me to get a full scene. So I'm like, why? I wow. know. I, know. I, mean, I thought that was weird too. It must have been filler. They must have needed like filler. But they they like sit there and barbecue steaks and then both bitch about Alexia and Peter just continues to prove he's a giant asshole with all this commentary. I'm sorry. No, for not sure. Sorry. Yeah, he's uh, just not, he, he's just so arrogant. And Alexia apparently wants him to work in the beauty salon that they own or run it or something. And he's like, what does that do for me? What do I get out of it? It was just so obnoxious. I just. Oh, I know it's very entitled and gross. And then yeah. he tried to say that he went to the bank and got a $350,000 loan. I'm like, who approved you? Let's talk to this banker. I want to see the interest rate. I, I know. Me too. Me too. So Gertie, meanwhile, is in Wynwood. That's the area where this venue is um, that she's setting up her party. Um, and as a, an amateur party planner in my mind, I got to give it to her because it's like a fabulous setup. She throws a fabulous I mean, party. Yeah. Everyone's name is in neon, including the place settings. And then those globe lights were so cool, I thought. Um, Marisol and Alexia head to the party reluctantly. Larsa arrives first, followed by Julia and then Adriana. And Julia explains that the things Adriana says are misplaced. No, they're not. That. Yeah, they're totally not. Listen, I love Julia defending her friend or trying to, but mm -hmm. girl, Adriana is a seasoned housewife. She's an OG. She knew exactly what the fuck she was trying to do. So but, a thousand percent. Yeah. And so then they get to the party and production likes to zoom in on Adriana's feet, reminding us that nothing was wrong with her foot because she's wearing heels. Right. Um Gertie's party was completely fabulous. And Larsa started blowing smoke up Adriana's ass um pop, like <laughs> that to me was like okay larsa is trying to just appease this crazy woman right and she was like if we kiss her ass then she'll if we kiss her ass she'll right. love it and you know what to larsa's credit she was right because adriana was eating up that validation um nicole thinks yeah. that adriana made that inappropriate comment about frankie out of desperation for attention mm -hmm. um 
And then Marisol and Alexia get there. Adriana is ballsy because she went right up to them. Like, listen, I'm going to say hi to both of them right now. Get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Marisol wishes that Adriana just stayed away from her because she doesn't have a buzz from a cocktail probably. And Alexia <laughs> says she's not willing to give Adriana attention because she has kids who actually need the attention. I was like, ooh. Um, then they uh, get to open the floor. They let Adriana know that they're not going to kick her when she's down, that mm-hmm. they just want her to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Adriana tells Alexia that she is sorry for what she said, that she was very wrong. She tells Alexia that she loves her kids and she's enjoyed their long friendship. I did not mm-hmm. mean to hurt you, yada, yada, yada. Um, she, Alexia tells Adriana that she struggles with Frankie's accident every single day. Um, and Alexia started crying and she says, I want to believe mm-hmm. you, but actions speak louder than words. Right. I, I, I it was very tough to see Adriana like try to grovel and Alexia being like, no, but you know, everybody processes differently. And Frankie is such a sensitive subject for Alexia that I don't blame Mm -hmm. her for being no me neither very upset so yeah I wouldn't want to like just immediately forgive her like she needs a little time and that's okay and Adriana needs to be able to accept that and move along and then Adriana tells Marisol she starts lying out of her inflated ass and tells Marisol (laughs) that she's sorry that she mentioned her ex and she was just trying to let her know that she had her back whatever bullshit exactly uh Julia is doing a good job at staying out of it uh she's very quiet um but she doesn't like how they're quote using Adriana as their punching bag I'm like nobody's punching her like this is reaction to everything right um the episode then ends uh with Lisa interjecting she tells them that they've all been there for her she wants them to know that Adriana does have a good heart she's genuinely sorry mm-hmm. Lisa knows her situation has been exhausting for all of them to listen to and she's grateful for all of them um she just wants everybody to move on basically alexia is not ready to make peace and marisol does not want anything else from adriana Uh, and then you know gertie being gertie figures this is the best time to take a group picture (laughs) i know i know uh we then get the the title cards at the end Uh, tamra on her podcast hilariously called them obituaries um She's uh, the updates are Adriana's friendship with Alexia and Marisol. They're still off key. Marisol's mm-hmm. making a cocktail with a famous Miami born celebrity. The gossip I saw was that it's Pitbull. Oh. Not sure if that's true, but that's I'll just investigate. Yeah, please do. Uh, Gertie took a family vacation to New York. Julia and Martina spent their summer rekindling their romance. Sadly, we got an update that in January of this year, Martina announced that she was diagnosed with stage one throat and breast cancer. So we are sending our love to Miss Martina and that she beats this terrible disease. Yes. Um, Alexia and Todd finally had their fairy tale honeymoon in Greece, which their son ended up crashing because he's newly single, which is good news for his former girlfriend. Good for her. Get out of there. Yeah. Um, Larsa is finally owning up to the fact that she's dating Marcus's Jordan. She made their it's relationship. Time. Exactly. She made it official. And lastly, Nicole and Anthony got their perfect offer. $44 million for their house. Insane. Now that house is like 10 minutes from my, well, not even like five minutes from my house. I do not live in a $44 million house. I was going to say, girl, what is what is your property? Well, I live in a nice house, but it's I not mean, forty-four it's not... million dollars. No, and not and even close. The client was Jeff Bezos's mother. Yes, and I thought it was funny that the editors put, but they still have to pay for Prime membership <laughs> for Amazon. Exactly. 
Now, the chilling end scene was Lisa's relationship with Lenny is growing more and more complex as divorce proceedings continue. Lisa, ever so using poor judgment, agreed to host Lenny's annual Halloween party. Um, Lisa so is weird. Why would she do that? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. She's reading something on her phone and she tells the producer that she saw an article claiming she was romancing two men at the Halloween bash. She calls Lenny on the spot. She tells him to stop trying to embarrass her. Lisa felt this party was forced on her. She had to ship his girlfriend off because she got a restraining order against Lisa, which mm -hmm. has since been dropped. She tells Lenny that he's the one that behaved like a pig at this party. And all he says was, leave me alone. And that's probably the last time we're going to hear Mr. Lenny's voice on the show because, you know, probably. he's never. Yeah. yeah. And then the, it was just, oh, I got goosebumps because I'm like, God, like this, we're in for a ride. Like, I know that the divorce is going to keep going next season. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. For sure. So that it was, was a good finale. episode. Um, it was a good season. I, I mean, it's always, always delivers. Miami delivered it was a great season it felt so fast because it was so good you know what I mean like right. some of these some of these other seasons like Salt Lake City Drag. was just as long uh -huh. but it was dragging and oh, dragging so so and draggy. I'm I'm scared that Jersey's going to end up dragging because of the Gorga Judice feud it's just going to drag and drag I and hope drag. not I hope not now let me ask you a question do you think that all of the housewives are going to be back on Miami next season or do you think they're going to get rid of anybody I don't know how they're going to move forward at this point. Um, yeah. We, I, if I had to guess who might be on the chopping block, I would go with either Gertie or Julia. Me too. Exactly. Just because they didn't meddle enough. They didn't like. They're boring. I mean, Gertie throws amazing parties. Her husband's cute. Her kids are adorable, but she really, she would be better off as a friend of. And yeah. Ad like Adriana had more of a storyline than she did. And she's just friend of. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, maybe Adriana will get promoted next season, but um, yeah. I don't know. But Gertie and Julia are the new gals. And so they had two seasons to sort of make their mark. Nicole has made her mark. Larsa has mm -hmm. delivered. The other right. girls are pretty good. I think we just need somebody to either come in and be mediator between the divide or just yes. somebody come in as a fucking tornado and mess it all up because right. at right. this point they're, they're just hating each other. And um, that's why this season is very like once in a lifetime lightning in a bottle stuff, because it's, it was so good, but I don't think it can keep this good if the women don't move on. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. I agree. I agree. All right. All right. So should we just skip Potomac this week and just. Yeah. If you're not caught later? up, if you're yeah, not, not caught up caught on up. Potomac, nothing happened that is worthwhile. Right. Reunion I mean, part two. I'd rather just do part three and. I do want to acknowledge. I do yeah. just. Not that nothing important didn't happen. I do want to acknowledge that the issue of colorism was on the show. And oh, yeah. Sorry. 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 Andy, Andy Cohen did allow them to uh, discuss it because he's not qualified. Um, I think it's beautiful that they had this conversation. I am not Me a person. Too. I I will not further comment. I don't think I'm qualified either. So, But I do want to give Bravo the platform or thank Bravo for at least giving them the platform to talk about it. So yeah, uh, other than that, next week is part three. 
hopefully there's um, some good juice in whatever receipts Jacqueline and Mia had. But right. other than that, uh, the only important stuff that I found was the issue of colorism being addressed. But Exactly. Um, exactly. I did see that part. I, I'm just not... Like everything everything else that's happening on Potomac is being it's the real-time ruiners because it's all happening in real time so I know point, Mia already apologized to Jacqueline did you see that I know and that's why I'm like okay this is what I mean girls stop doing this as the season is no, still airing like stop us, at let us try to enjoy surprised but. for a minute something and maybe in the future we won't even recap reunions because by then so much other crap has happened that it's like okay yeah, we could, you know, we could like, if there's something amazing that happens that we need to report about, then maybe we will. And then if not, the we just won't. Are, yeah. And you know why, guys? Because we do whatever we want and exactly. we appreciate our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate everybody that listens. We appreciate everybody that subscribes, retweets, follows. Yes. Um, downloads. Don't forget to download. Don't forget to download. Me and Leslie love talking to each other. We love knowing that you guys are listening and we see the tweets. We see the replies. It's amazing feeling to know that there's. Yes. Thank know, there's, you. There's people out there listening to our little opinions. And I got to say, Leslie. We broke double digit episodes and we didn't celebrate. This is episode 11. So I'm oh, celebrating. Yes, that's true. I know. Yay. It's about consistency and we are keeping it together. So it this episode might be longer than before, but you know what? Sometimes we have to report and it is what it is. Yeah, no. I mean, sometimes it can't be helped. So. <laughs> And I want to just end it this is. episode by giving a shout out to my girl, Brandy May, who is a huge Pump Rules fan. And she was the one on it like a freaking cnn reporter like just What's over brandy? hey brandy girl we love you boo boo yes but all anyway. right so yeah thank you for joining us again everybody and we will see you for our next episode absolutely and let's hope we have some more uh pump rules gossip this week oh you it is Waiting. just getting started this Waiting. has been east and west with mario and Les, where we recap the mess Bye. Bye. <laughs>